what's going on? Uh, this is your guy, and this is the thing. This episode of the Sean Boyles Podcast is brought to you by the Anchor app. Anchor.fm is where you want to go if you want to start a podcast. You go there, you download the app. It downloads into your phone or your PC or your laptop, whatever you want to do. And you can start podcasting pretty much right away. It's a very, very easy way to do a podcast. The Sean Boyles Podcast would not exist without the Anchor app. So do yourself a favor. Go to anchor.fm and start today. You can do a podcast on whatever it is you want to do. There is no minimum on your audience size. And you can run ads and you can potentially make money off of ad revenue. And there's a donation button. Uh, People can actually donate to your podcast. Nobody has done that to mine. But that doesn't mean that'll happen to you, okay? Anchor.fm. Do it. Do it! Also, for legal reasons and for anybody that wants to sue your boy, first of all, eat a dick. Second, (laughs) music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast is not owned or do I claim to have the rights to any of it. All right? Let's do a thing with the things. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life, burritos. of the Sean Boyles Podcast. What are you doing, you dirty dirties? It's your dude. It's me. It's Sean Boyles. April 1st. April Fools. April Fools. You fully fools. Um, I'd have to say that... Um, first of all, let's say this. Happy birthday yesterday, the man, Angus Young of ACDC. Happy birthday. Bad, bad motherfucker. Ah, you can't beat that shit, Jack. That is the shit. Anyway, um... Happy birthday, Angus Young. Um, yeah, uh, I'd have to say social media has completely ruined April Fool's Day. Uh, I didn't realize it maybe until this year, but you cannot get over on anybody with any sort of outlandish, crazy news because automatically, oh, April Fool's, I don't believe you. You know, which I guess is good that everybody's on board with April Fool's, but it's bad for the prankster. It's bad for the guy that's got the rad little thing. Um, it just you can't you can't pull it off. You can't pull off a good April Fool's. My, um, I've thought of good ones, and of course I don't remember that I thought of good ones. I know I've thought of good ones in the past, and uh, but only ones I've ever pulled off was just. Just jumping out and scaring the shit out of somebody. Just the old, bah! you know, and just give them a real good, uh, a good fright, like a, like on a, like a Halloween fright. Just jumping out of a corner and that's all I've been able to pull off. I've never pulled off a grand, a grand scheme of a, uh, of a prank. Maybe I'm just not, uh, I'm not that good. Not that good, but um, but yeah, I mean, I just you know, people had some good ones, you know, on on the social media, but none of them were like you know, n- they weren't believable. First of all, nobody was you know, there was a couple of people like oh, what, you know, like one woman said that she you know she was going into labor, but she's nowhere near to being able to be 
you know, going into labor, which it's not impossible that she can't go into labor early. It could be a problem, but, you know, she's not going into labor early. Another guy said some shit about, you know, um, taking over a prominent comedy spot in uh, at the punchline. He ain't taking over no spot at the punchline. You know, just, you know, people people were trying, though. People were trying. Um, the best one was I saw some dude said some shit about, you know, I'm dead. <laughs> I have died. I'm dead. And I'm pregnant. And I'm dead. And the baby's dead, too. Like, everybody was dead, and he was pregnant, and everyone died. So uh, that was that was pretty good. But, yeah, man, social media completely completely shitting and ruining April Fool's Day. Was a um sac- was it sacred? I don't know. Um in my ongoing not knowing what's going on, I only know about a couple of these things um I only know about these things by um what I've heard people talk about on podcasts. So I don't I don't I'm not I don't know anything about the uh, little Nas, little little Nas X. That's the is that the guy's name? I don't even know if this, that's his fucking name. I just wrote it down. I think that's his name. Um, the Old Town Road kid that apparently um, is homosexual, which is who cares about that? But has made a video about fucking Satan or some shit, and he takes I, again. I haven't seen the video. I don't know anything about it. But it seems like a lot of people are clutching their pearls about this dude's video. And, uh, and I guess he came out with some shoes. They got some pentagrams on it. They're Satan shoes or some shit. And come on, dude. First of all, and then I've seen a lot of people, uh, out, uh, their outcry at, um, you know, that was one of the most popular songs last year, that Old Town Road, which I still have never heard the song. I don't know anything about it. Um I don't, I don't, I just don't know. I don't, I couldn't even sing it to you. I I have no idea how it goes. Um, I've never heard it. But apparently it was one of the most popular songs last year and kids were singing or whatever and and then people are in an uproar saying, the the kids love your music. How can you put out something that's so perverse and so, uh, you know, like, first of all, here's the thing as an artist, okay? You can't pick who is going to like your shit. You put your stuff out. You hope that your peers like it. You hope your friends like it. Or if you're a true artist, you just put the shit out and you can give a fuck who likes it. And I would say is the case with my man. He put out some stuff, had some crazy, creepy imagery, some Satan shit or whatever. First of all, and then again, an aside, actually, let's put a pin in that. I'll get to that. I'll address the Satan thing in a minute. Um, you know, everyone complaining about, you know, kids love your stuff and, you know, you're putting out all this, you know, he, he's an artist and he's an artist and he's going to do what he wants to do to express himself. And, you know, sorry if, you know, if your kid is watching that shit, you know, um, maybe step up your parent game. Maybe you letting your kid watch some shit that is suggestive or you not checking it out first before your kid watches. Hey, uh, ma- mommy, mommy, the new, the new little Nas, the, the, get, get, mommy, guess what? The little, the little Nas X song is new. There's a new one and he's got a video and I want to watch it. Can I, mom, can I watch it? Now, if you if you've done your homework, you know that this is you know he he did some cowboy thing. He's I guess a pop star or a rapper, but he did some sort of cowboy thing. If you have half a cent in your fucking mind, you go okay. Well, this guy may you know, it's a black guy doing country esque music, but in a rap sort of way. Maybe he's pushing buttons. Maybe I should check out this new song to see if he's trying to still push those buttons. Because Black Gate Cowboy is like, you know, I mean, that's uh, that's some niche. That's some niche, niche shit, okay? That's not a thing that's a thing. Well, I guess it's a thing, but it's not a thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. that's not on everybody's radar. So check it out. See what's going on with the new thing. 
if there's something wild in that shit, you say, hey, Johnny, you know, maybe you can't watch this because it's a little bit too grown up. And you be a parent and you be a good parent and you don't expose your, sh- your kid to some shit too early as to freak him out. Now, my parents used to let me watch fucking horror films when I was super young. And they just told me, hey, it's all make believe it's fake. Don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, OK, boom. Make believe fake. Not a fucking problem. But as I got older and I started picking the own stuff I like, I liked that imagery. Thus getting to my next point. Ain't nobody impressed by your Satan fucking video. Because there's a whole crop of cats that have been listening to fucking devil music from the get. Alright? I there's I got pentagrams everywhere. I got skulls. There's devil shit. And it's funny, we laugh at it, we don't take it seriously. I, you know, the, I remember hearing, <laughs> my mom, her ears perking up hearing, six, 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 the number of the beast, like blaring out of my bedroom and going, oh, uh, what's going on there? Shout, shout, shout at the devil! You know what I mean? Like, There's been Satan noises coming out of my room since I was fucking 11. You know know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's sort of, um, I guess in some circles, it's sort of blasé. It's not very, it's, you know, big fucking whoop. You know what I mean? Um, And here's how much of a big whoop it is to me. I didn't realize until recently that there was something in the 90s called satanic panic i didn't know that was a thing i didn't know people were bugging out about satan shit in the 90s it didn't never even cross my radar that people were having a problem with that shit it was just shit i was listening to Nah, fucking okay yeah slayer okay sure it's all fucking damn, damn. He can play the drums really fast. Oh, that's a fucking cool riff, you know. Oh shit, he's talking about Satan. No, oh, ah, fuck it. Who cares? You know what I mean? Same thing. I listen to fucking Striper too. Striper's a Christian band. I'm talking about God and shit. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. Is it a cool song? Doesn't matter. Satan imagery, don't give a shit. God imagery, could give a shit either. I don't believe in any of it. So to get all riled up, you know, I understand if that's your belief or whatever, but you can't believe in one and not the other. That's what I don't understand about Christians sometimes. You're going to, you know, there's devil shit out there. This man's gay. You already think he's going to hell. Why not him fuck a devil or fuck Satan and take over hell or whatever the fuck the video is about? I'm only going by what I've heard people talk about. I don't even know. I haven't even seen it. Maybe I should see it. Maybe my reaction this week should have been me watching that damn video. But don't get in an uproar about some guy doing a thing that has been happening. Fucking Ozzy Osbourne bit off a head of a bat. He didn't know it was a bat, but he bit a head off of a bat. But then later, bit off a head, bit, bit a head off of a dove. Or did he do the dove first? I think he might have did the dove first and then started doing a biting off of rubber. That's how, if you guys don't know about that, he, in his, in his live show, he started biting off the heads of rubber bats. And then one night somebody gave him a real bat and he didn't realize it was a real bat until he bought, bit it. I don't think it was alive, but nonetheless, that's fucking wild Satan shit. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess it could be drawn up that way, but I'm just saying, little Nas X, you ain't fucking doing no shit to fucking bother a whole group of people. We're laughing at your ass trying to do some Satan shit. And maybe because it hasn't been done in hip-hop or country music, whatever. There's a whole fucking genre of music that is dedicated to all their shit to the fucking underdog. That You know, like, I'm saying, like, I, I don't believe in any of it, but if I were going to pick sides, I'm probably going with the underdog just because... Just to be a shitbag, you know. But at the same time, he was just, you know, Lucifer was just trying to call God out on some bullshit. He throws him out of hell. And he was beautiful, right? Lucifer was supposed to be the most beautiful angel that ever was. Calls God out on some shit. And they throw him out. 
no, man, it's not cool. Not cool. Throws him out and damns him to ruling the, the underworld and gives him horns and a fucking stick, a little pokey thing. I don't know. I don't know what they did. I didn't read the Bible either. <laughs> I'm just going by what I heard. Everything's going by what I heard. I don't know shit, and I ain't going to look it up. Fuck it. All I need to know about what is what I need to know about. I don't, you know, like, like I said, it doesn't, it's never been a part of my life. I can give a shit, you know. Uh, what else we got? Where's my fucking notes? Uh, oh, right. <laughs> this is funny. Um, I was on my way home from work tonight, and, uh, uh, oh, I got an announcement too. I, I got an announcement later on. Big, not a big announcement, but an announcement. Um, I was on my way home, and uh, when I left this morning, uh, we decided that uh, we need a paper towels. As in, <laughs> when I say we decided, I, that means my wife had written it on our little ink board, the dry, oh, excuse me, the dry erase board, paper towels. So I was like, hey, I'll, I'll grab some on my way home from work. So, and I was I was in the Safeway parking lot. I was about to go in and I decided, you know what? I better call her and ask. Maybe there's something else she needs. So I hit her up. Like, hey, hey, hey. What else do you need from the store, if anything? And she said, you know what? You can get me. It would be really awesome if you get me some green tea. Now, she's a Japanese woman. She's been drinking green tea from the fucking get. All right. She's from Ephra. But, but. She hasn't found a green tea here that she likes. So I asked her, is there any particular kind of green tea that you like? And she said, no. And then I was like, oh, shit, is that because you have, you know, because it's all shitty and it doesn't matter which one I get? She's all exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter what green tea I get because they all suck. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> they're all bad you get any one of them any one of them it doesn't matter they're all terrible so um i thought that was funny so i got the green tea and i got the but i did buy a green tea brand that i know is a japanese brand so i did a little something but the, if it's a japanese brand so even the stuff that's japanese brand has been skewed for and sort of uh tweaked for the american palate Thus not being very authentic, even though it's the same shit you can get over there. Same brand, you know. It's best to get it if it ain't got no English on it. That's when you got some shit. That's what you got to do. That's the that's the move. Anyway, um, little Nas, little Nas X, you you do your little Satan video. You do your cute little Satan video. Whatever you were doing, twerk. What were you twerking on Satan? I don't know what you're doing. Do it though. Um, I was listening to a podcast and um, they uh, they were talking about uh, regrets, talking about regrets, and uh, I've sort of championed myself on not really having any. Um, like, is there something? There was an opportunity brought to you that you did not take, that uh, you sort of regret not taking. Was I guess more specifically the, the the question that was brought to people's attention on this particular podcast I was listening to, and I thought about there was only one thing I could think about. Um, there was a couple things I thought about. I thought about the uh, thought about the time that I could have I could have played drums for Head PE. I think I talked about all that on the podcast in the early early episodes. Uh, Head B.E. is a band from Long Beach, California. Definitely a new metal band. Uh, definitely, they definitely had a heavy uh, hip hop thing in what they were doing. Uh, but I actually had a, you know, when Lickistow quit or stopped playing, um, I don't want to, I don't need to go into too much of it, but uh, basically my name got thrown at them. Uh, from a couple of different channels and um, they called me asked me to uh, they were doing auditions and could I come down and I had it all set up and but um, 
before I was about I was I was about to leave to drive down there and they called me saying that uh they were going with another guy. Guy came in playing the stuff okay. I said, Okay, what do you mean he played it okay? I'm gonna come in and play the shit exact. You know, you want okay or do you want fucking you know, you want what your dude did. I'll, I can copy what he did pretty much perfectly. So, you know, it's up to you. And uh, they decided to go with dude. And then three months later, they called me and say, hey, can you come down? You know, or no, uh, they didn't even No, They didn't ask me to come down. They said, hey, this guy's not working out. We'd like you to come uh, come down, but uh, maybe send us something that you played on so we can hear what you're doing. And uh, I never sent them shit because, you know. Everything I had was going to be the band that I just got done doing. And they were a band that was in the same vein, sort of. Uh, and I didn't want no... Um, I didn't want any piracy. I didn't want any uh, lifting. I didn't want them motherfuckers taking my shit. So um, so anyway, um, but then I thought about another regret. And um, maybe one. And it, maybe I guess missed opportunity or I think missed opportunity. So in uh, 90, I want to say 97, 98, somewhere in there. Uh, first time I ever went out of the country, I went to with my cousin and his family. My aunt and uncle and his uh, brothers and sisters uh, went with them to Puerto Vallarta. It's the first time I was leaving the country. First time I left. I didn't even have a passport. You didn't need a passport then. It was pre-9-11. Before uh, you didn't really... Uh, to go to Mexico, you kind of just needed a copy of your birth certificate. Uh, so we flew down. To, uh, my, my aunt and uncle had a couple of different timeshares. I think they still do in Puerto Vallarta. So we were going down there. We were staying at a uh, an all-inclusive uh, in the marina area of Puerto Vallarta. And then we'd take the bus into downtown and hit up clubs at night. And then uh, I had just... My dreads were newer. I'd had maybe dreads for maybe six, seven months. I had just dreaded my hair. And um, they were just starting to take pretty good. But uh, as dreads are, they hold a lot of water. When you get your head wet, they hold water. And we went in August to Puerto Vallarta uh, during a time like August, September is a time where a lot of people from Mexico will go to Puerto Vallarta for a vacation. So that's a, a time of the year where people from Mexico stay in country and go on vacation and they'll hit up uh hit up Puerto Vallarta. So there was a lot of uh uh a lot of Mexican uh, I mean you're in Mexico so it's all Mexicans, right? <laughs> For the most part. But there was some tourists there. There was, there was these uh there was these dudes we hung out with that were from England and um we you know, I tell I kept asking them to say swear words because I you know, even still the English accent swearing is the funniest and best thing ever. I think they swear better than anybody. Uh, them and the Australians, you know, when a when a Brit says "fuck," you know, you cunt, you know, all, all those all those good swear words. The Australians like to say "dickhead," you know, um, and they say, "Oh, he's a good cunt," you know. They got all these cool way that just the, I don't know something about the accent and the way they swear. I dig it. And so I was asking these guys to say all kinds of swear words and they thought I was just a dumb shit. But um, I was hanging out with these guys. So we were about to... Uh, we were about to get on a bus. So they had like a little shuttle that would pick you up in the evening and would take you downtown so you can go clubbing. We're sort of waiting for the shuttle. I, I wasn't quite out to where the shuttle picks us up, but I was sort of in the like lobby area. And... Um, which is like an open lobby. It's not really a closed lobby. That's like the the the, um, the elevators are there, but it's open. You know, if you look up, you see the sky because there's just like sort of a wall separating the street from you know from the rest of the resort. You know, it's a really open area of the you know like when you get there when you first get out and you check in, you're outside. It's it's 
There's not a lot of indoor at this all-inclusive place. You know what I mean? If you're except unless you're in your uh, in your uh, apartment. Anyway, uh, we had been we were about three quarters of the way. Um, no, it might have been the last night. It might have been the last night because I don't think because because of what this opportunity was for me. I think it would have been awkward the next day if I didn't. Ah, oh, man, I don't remember now. It might have been the last night we were there. We might have been taken off um, the next day. I don't know. Anyway, how it goes is we're waiting for, we're getting, I'm waiting for the rest of my family to come down so we can go to the thing, right? So I'm hanging out with the British dudes. We're talking, we're laughing, we're having a joke. And then um, there was, uh, so this, there's a staff. There's a staff that works at a place, right? And staff, you know, they're there all the time. They're seeing all the tourists. And uh, this was a pretty international staff that worked at this resort. So uh, there was uh, people from Europe. There was people from uh, like this. Uh, there was a couple people from, uh, not from Mexico, but from like, you know, South America, you know, uh there was a Canadian, you know what I mean? So there's people from everywhere that are working at this resort. And one of the, the, one of the girls that worked there was from, uh, uh, she was from Holland. So this Dutch chick and, you know, and she was a, a, a European that could tan really well. So she was dark. I mean, she was really tan. I mean, she's in Mexico, Puerto Vallarta. She's in the sun all the time. And so she, you know, and she was smoking hot, smoking hot. Um, just a good, good looking girl. And we were waiting for the bus. We're about to go out to the bus. And I saw her kind of come out from a thing and she was going to go upstairs. And I don't, I don't remember what her name was, but I said, Hey, you're going to, you know, you're going to come with us downtown on party. It's the last night we're here. And she said, no, I'm just going to go up to my apartment and watch some TV. Just going to take it easy. And I said, do you want some company? And she kind of turned back and kind of gave me like the head nod, like, come on. And held the door open. And I froze. My little jerk ass, half ass comment that I just threw out there worked. And she let the elevator door close and she went up to her room. And I turned to the British dudes. I said, Did I just blow it? And I said, You sure did, mate. Because they weren't supposed to do that, though. The, the, the staff was not supposed to let people up into their rooms. I think that was a big no-no anyway. So maybe if I did try to make it happen, maybe it couldn't happen. But um, she was smoking hot, man. She was smoking hot. But I was fucking 23, 24 at the time. Anyway, opportunity missed. Could have banged a really smoking hot Dutch chick. But I didn't. All right, announcement. April 17th. The Boyles Blowout is back, Jack. We are back at the Back Lounge in Dublin. Phil Demo from Violence. His bar in Dublin, California. April 17th. We are back. Doing comedy. Outdoors. Living the dream. Telling jokes. Uh, we got Pete Munoz headlining. We got Atu Walker feature. We got Erie Diamond, Jason Cole, Cedric Drake. Uh, free show. Tip handsomely, please. We got some catering from um, Ceviche Queen. And um, and there's the happy hour. There's the ha-ha happy hour from 7 to 10. Uh, if you're in the area, please come down. Saturday night free comedy show at a cool bar outside do it do it
do it. You can do it. You can do it. Um, all right, one more thing, and then we'll do reaction. Um, I did a job last week working for this uh, contractor, and he uh, he's an electrician, but he does a little bit of everything. Uh, I've done a couple of jobs for him already before. And um, I'm actually working at his house. So he's got this beautiful house up in the Hayward Hills. He's got a fucking ranch. He's got a rad view. Um, pretty. I don't know. I don't know what this dude's done. <laughs> this little, uh, this little uh, electrician contractor. He does a little. He does a little bit more than just electrician. Yeah, you know. So it says electrical and and maintenance or something on his trucks. He's got a couple of trucks. He's got guys like working on his ranch. He's got a couple of horses. He's got the guys there almost all day working. And then he's got guys that work for him doing the uh, constructo stuff. So uh, I guess dude's doing all right. And uh, remember the, um, I don't know if they use it anymore, but uh, Home Depot used to have like a little character, little cartoon like handyman guy that wore little overalls and he had a little hat and he had a nose and you couldn't really see his eyes because the hat was over and it was just like the bill of his hat and then his nose and, uh, you know, overall wearing guy. This dude looks just like the Home Depot guy. Anyway, his old timer, his name's Bill. Uh, old schooler too. He's East Coast, uh, off-color comments, um, you know, says funny shit. Uh, def, you know, says funny shit, but to be taken with a grain of salt, not because of his age, just because, you know, he's just joking, but you know, he definitely walks that line. East coast dude, old schooler, you know, if, if you're the woke police and you're trying to go after somebody, he's going to say some shit to piss you off because, you know, he doesn't really watch his tongue he just says his thing, and he's not being mean. He's not being racist. He's just older, and he fucking says some wild shit. And he's fucking had me laughing a few times. The kind of cat that still says Chinaman. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the kind of dude we're talking about. Okay, you know, like he, you know, does he just he's used to saying it, and he's he says it. He doesn't mean anything bad by it. It's just that's what they called Asian people. You know what I mean? It wasn't a... It's only wrong if there's hate, right? Well, then you can say the wrong shit and just be saying the wrong shit, but there's no hate behind what he's saying. It's just some dumb fuck shit that he says. You know what I mean? Calls women broads and, you know, and stuff like He ain't being mean. He's just old school. Anyway, I bring all that up because, you know, the dude's older. He's an East Coast dude. You can hear it the way he talks. He's got a little bit of that accent, you know. You know, sounds like a fucking dude that swam in the Hudson type of guy. You know what I mean? So he'll put on the radio. He's always got a radio on his job site. But he puts on, like, the local pop hip-hop station. Uh, here in the Bay Area, it's 94.9. Wild 94.9. He puts that shit on. And I'll hear all these songs that I have been doing reactions to. He'll put this on. And he'll complain about how terrible this music is. And I saw him do it every day. I was there for like four or five days working at his place, doing some work for him. He's got this fucking awesome studio apartment that he rents out. The view from the studio apartment is fucking amazing. One of the best views I've seen is like not only... You can see like most of Castro Valley from where he's at, just the way he's pitched on this hill. It's a straight shot over to to see San Francisco, um, and then there's like another ranch across the way. So there's fucking horses in your fucking. So if you're the balcony of the studio part, if you're sitting in that balcony and you're looking out, you see horses, you see some nice hill, you can see. Castro Valley, but then you can see San Francisco, and and it happened to be a clear as fuck day. I could see the Golden Gate Bridge from this fucking house. Pretty insane. Anyway, um, 
he puts on wild fucking 94.9 and hears fucking some, you know, some newer age hip hop shit and just loses his shit. I don't know why, you know. He get, he did the old joke. What's the what's the difference between rap and crap? One letter. He did that old old timey joke. You know what I mean? But he puts it on every day and it's it's playing. So, um, I don't know. Put on some different shit. You know. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that he you know here he is. Come, he he's put, I don't know if that. Maybe the radio's stuck on that station, but that's the only station that I've heard come out of this radio, and I've done a couple of jobs with the guy, uh, for the guy. So, anyway, I just thought that was funny. I just thought that was good. It's like, fucking put on some other shit, dude. All right, let's get to this. All right, why didn't it play? Why didn't it play? I got the... Oh, I know why I didn't play, because I turned that all the way down. God damn it. It's like, you know, you know, you're doing a thing and you try to do the right thing and then you're anyway. That was a little loud, wasn't it? Anyway, sorry. Um. Reaction of the week this week, uh, new number one, a new number one. Uh, my man Bieber, Bieber's in the number one slot with a new song. Justin Bieber, we know the Biebs, right? Everybody knows the Biebs. Are you a believer? Maybe this song will make you a believer. This song is called Peaches. Hold on, let's. Uh, song is called Peaches. Uh, featuring Daniel Cesar and uh, Givion. I don't. Again, I don't know who any of these people are, but um, let's see. Uh, let's see what Bieber's got going on with this. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh yeah, shit. I get my weed from California. That's that shit. I took my chick up to the north, yeah. Badass bitch. I get my light right from the source, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And I see you. Oh. The way I breathe you in hey. is the texture of your skin. I wanna wrap my arms around you, baby, never let you go. Oh. Sounds like real drums. do what, it, what what did they lay down what what it, what was the vocal first anyway. 
Now, are all these um, parents going to come after the beeps? Because now he's talking about badass bitches and, and, and uh, smoking weed. Why is he getting his weed from California? Isn't like Canada's had their shit legal for hella long? Canada's got good shit. All right, Biebs. Um, You know what I saw? This now, whatever. The song's whatever. It's fucking. I I will say this: if this is the trend in hip hop esque R and B, I'm I'm cool. I'm good because. If we're going to start doing some throwback, let's get back to actually singing. Let's get back to real instruments. Let's get back to a vibe. Let's get back to a feel. This song got it. Um, the song last week, the uh, uh, the Bruno Mars, uh, Anderson Pack song, throwback style. If that's the trend right now, let's do it. Let's keep that shit rolling. It feels organic. It feels like real instruments. It doesn't feel... Um, you know, but then again, that gets watered down too, right? Everybody starts jumping on that band bandwagon and then everybody's fucking trying to sound like fucking Isley brothers and shit. But fuck, if you're going to do it, do it right. Jack, bring back the fucking Isley brothers, fucking earth, wind and fire, uh, Ohio players, bring that shit back. Oh, that would be fucking brilliant. That would be great. It'd be just in time for me to start my, uh, my uh, my Earth and a Fire style band that I want to do eventually. Anyway, um, that reminded me. Uh, the vocoder thing reminded me. I I I got on YouTube and I started going down this lane of uh, this guy. He's uh, ah, fuck. What's his name? Like Doctor Fix It or some shit like that. He wears scrubs and he's got a beard and he's wearing you know looks like he's a surgeon but he's a he's actually a, a record producer and he's taking older songs and he's doing just that to the song he's he, he's pitch shifting or, or, or auto correcting the vocal or he's um or he's snapping all the all the the the, the time of the song he's taking the song and he's snapping it into a grid um like he took a rush song and he tried to put it into the grid and he couldn't really tell the difference between snapped into the grid and just the raw cut because Neil Peart's a fucking monster and he plays shit fucking perfectly but he probably did play to a click in 1980 when they recorded that shit because they did Tom Sawyer uh but he did a journey song he did a journey song he did uh, uh Don't Stop Believing and he tried to do the little pitch shifting vocoding thing uh, auto-tune to Steve Perry's vocal. And again, didn't do too much. He showed, now he actually showed what you do. Like there's a hard, uh, there's a hard auto-correct, there's an easy auto-correct, and that just, it just depends on how much of the effect you throw on the thing. It determines where the pitches are supposed to be and then actually takes it and puts it in the right spot. And, uh, the Steve Perry one was pretty spot on too, because Steve Perry's a fucking monster vocalist. That was one of the best fucking rock vocalists there were out there, one of the best that ever was. Um, so it, it didn't take like, and then he showed what happens when you fucking peg the thing, and it started to do that warble, like you just heard, like in Bieber's vocal part. That there's that that's that little warble, almost sounds like. Uh, I don't know if I could reproduce it with my mouth, but it kind of maybe it sounds like there's a. There's a, I don't know. I try to put my finger in my mouth. <laughs> I don't know. There's a warble, like you like you're trying to swallow your tongue almost. I don't know how to describe it. Um. Uh, but that's become a vocal style, like a, a vocal effect, you know. So he tried that, and then he also what he did was he tried to snap a Van Halen tune into the grid. And that shit was atrocious. He did it to uh, Running with the Devil. And uh, apparently Running the Devil was not played to a click. Uh, but he tried to take that and snap it all in the, and then replayed it. And it was god awful. Just sucked all the vibe and all the soul out of that song. Of course, we're talking about a song I've been listening to for fucking 40 years. But um, nonetheless, you know... Uh, 
definitely changed the um, the dynamic and the style of the song. You know what I mean? It was not the same. It was not the same. Uh, all right, let's. Um, I got an open mic I got to get to, so I got to get there. It's uh, shit. It's after seven thirty. The mic starts at eight. Let's get the fuck out of here, huh? Let's get out of here. Uh, hey, um, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, do all those things that you know you want to do to help me out or not. You can go to the Anchor app. You can fucking donate monies. Again, I haven't made a dime off of this thing. Oh, I got another uh, another thing from Anchor saying that they removed the episode, and they're talking about the same one that they talked about last month. So, uh, and then, but they did send me a follow up. They're like, "Okay, what what is the episode in question? Give me some details and what's the thing." And I was just like, "Hey, man." I'm getting mad about this song, and you offered the song to be played, so shut up. Not so many words, but. <laughs> All right, let's let's um, let's do this. Earworm of the week. This is a good one, ladies and gentlemen. We got a good earworm. A good earworm. You might not think it's good, but I think this song is fantastic. And there's one part of this song that for whatever reason gets lodged into my fucking skullet. I think it's towards the bridge. There's this cool little build-up thing that just gets stuck in my head. Um, and I don't even know how we found this band. So this was at a time when uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, when uh, hardcore bands were really grabbing a lot from metal and um, really starting to... Um, expand the palette that hardcore was hardcore was you know you got your little fast little thing and you got your breakdown unity um let's fight the good fight uh respect let's not take any shit and then some bands started doing some different shit and uh challenging the not only the sonic palette but the uh, lyrical themes and a whole crop of bands especially out of the um uh, from the East Coast started uh, doing a new form of hardcore. Uh, sometimes they call it metallic hardcore, but uh, whatever. Just uh, and I I started getting into a lot of that shit. So anyway, we we found this band somehow, and they only did one record. Apparently, they have done a new record here in the last couple of years. And it's the first one they've done since this one, because this was the only one they had. Um, this is a band called Turmoil. And the song is called um, the dis. What's it called? It's such a long title that it's not all in the thing. Hold on, can I get it? And not play it. Oh, what are you doing? Did I not load? The song is called "The Discipline of Self-Loathing" uh, by a band called Turmoil. And I believe Turmoil was from, I want to say Massachusetts, but I don't necessarily know. Anyway, Earworm of the Week, Turmoil. Uh, be good, keep it dirty. We'll see you dickholes next week.
Fuck Stanton Avenue. Fuck them in the ass. Oh, also, one more thing before we go and totally get out of here. I had promised that I would do a hip-hop song, an original song. I have been working on it. I got about four bars. <laughs> but I got the beat. And I got, the, I got all that handled. And I don't know when it's going to happen. What's going to happen? And soon, guest. There will be guests. All right. 